Niggity. Yeah. Ooh. Ain't no fucking get this thing started. What up, good people? Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. your Mr. Favorite, Mr. your favorite poster dad, a.k.a. Mr. 17. And we are back up in this thing once again. What up? Yeah, I missed last week. I was on a cruise for my uh, for my anniversary and my wife's birthday. And so we was out here in the East Streets getting it in. We was out there in them C Streets enjoying life without them kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, but before I get started, I want to thank everybody for tuning in via... Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in via Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, as well as iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Music Podcasts, or wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all are the MVPs. <laughs> you say, well, look who's back, Mr. Blaming on the drink package. Absolutely. Listen, that shirt right there, I'm going to get to that shirt a little bit later on. But when I tell you, when I tell you, man, I had a really good time. Really, really good time. But let me start off by saying, hey, if I ain't tell my wife happy birthday on the last show, I'm going to tell her again, happy birthday, happy anniversary. Woo! Yeah, we had a real good time. Real good time. But I do want to give a shout out, because while I was gone, my brother was on fire bowling. He was on fire. Striking away. When I tell you, buddy, uh, he threw a couple, he threw a bowl of 300 on Thursday, bowl of 800 on that same Thursday, then turn around this weekend and bowl another 300. Shit. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's new fight. That's a, that's second level fight. And so, man, big shout out to him for that, man. I'm, I'd be so proud whenever he bowl, whenever he throw, uh, honor scores like that, you know, it just adds to that to that legacy that he started and super proud proud big brother moment let me tell y'all something so my wife and I we went on a cruise and we went down to South Beach the cruise left from Miami but let me tell y'all these kids they hate us they couldn't wait when I tell you they couldn't wait to break us back in. They couldn't wait to break us in. And when I tell you breaking us in, buddy, buddy, he was like, hey, y'all been known too long. Y'all ain't had to deal with me. So hold my beer. And this morning, this morning when I was getting ready, we was getting ready for school and Y'all, he, had, he took so long that all he had to, like he had to wait for me to feed the dogs. And all he had to do was just stand there. But when he was standing there, y'all know that silly ass song. Uh, Buddy, I, 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 I just want to rock. And they doing all that dancing and shit. I just want to rock. As I walked to put the dog food on the cages. 
That's all I hear. Now this is at seven o'clock in the morning. As I come back around the corner to let the dogs in, he's like, take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. What? See? Take me back. Put me back on this boat. Put me back on this boat. Because as it stands right now, he out here talking about take me to the king after singing body out of yacht. I just want to rock. Within the same, within the same few minutes. Come on, man. Come on, man. We're not doing this. We're not going to do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> How you go from I just want to rock, ah, 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 and within the same song, within the same breath, you out here talking about take me to the king. How your radio station and your brain change like that? Never have I ever been singing see murder and then jump right on over to uh <laughs> jump right on over to Marvin Sapp. He saw I'll be like the mother nick gonna down for money. He saw the best in me. But everyone else around could only see the worst in me. Like that happened immediately. I'm like, chill, Jason. Chill. He don't want you to be great. I understand this. He does not want you to be great. You couldn't even be great on your vacation because you was getting phone calls about stuff that he's done while you're on vacation. While you're on the cruise, you're getting phone calls about, hey, your boy over here represent. You don't want me to be great. You don't want me to shine. <laughs> Damn. What's going on, everybody in the chat room? What's up, Kiki? What's up, Kim? What up, Sweet Imagination Reborns? What's happening? But yeah, and so I'm just gonna take y'all on this little on this little journey with me because um man, it was interesting. It was very interesting. This was my first time in Miami. I had never been. I've been all over the world. See, it's weird my the way my traveling has manifested itself over the years and so i've been all up and down the midwest i've lived in south korea i've visited spain i've visited um hong kong and all these other places i have never this was my first time going to miami this past weekend and i've i've never been to new york i've never been to la <laughs> that's crazy but South Beach was interesting to me because in Atlanta, there's a lot of inflated booties. I get it. This is booty capital. There's a lot of inflated people in Miami. South Beach? I'm talking about, it was a lot of inflated in South Beach. Now, I had a good time. We, I took wifey. What up, cuz? I took wifey on this cruise. It was like a, an evening cruise. 
you know, we saw the sunset. We was out there on Millionaire's Road, you know, riding through. Real good time. Real good time. Been there for a birthday. Here's the part that I didn't like about South Beach was that the weed man was everywhere. And it was one dude who was walking up to people like, you want some smoke? Got that weed. You want some smoke? Got that weed. And I'm looking at him like, why are you asking me? Like he can't, he was only asking the black people. You want some smoke? I got that weed. No, bro, I don't want no smoke from you. I don't know you. You might be the law. Hold on, let me look at something real quick. Recreation. Not legal. Medicinal. If you got a card. Dog, you don't look like you taking cards, man. You going somewhere because you ain't got no... No, no, no. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't smoke the devil's lettuce. You can go on somewhere. And so, like that happened on like Friday. So Friday night, Saturday, Friday, Saturday night. Thick girl was good. Like the next morning, Sunday morning, we get ready to go to the cruise. What a will? We get ready to go to the cruise, but we have a breakfast out in front of the hotel. I see this dude walk past again. I'm like, no, you, we 15 miles from where I saw you at the first time. What are you out here hustling? On your own feet. He just hustling. Come on, come on, dog. What you doing? You all over the place. Just asking black people if they want some weed. Like, you really, you that invested. And, and they smoke. Come on, dog. But, you know, South Beach was interesting because they South Beach is prepared for the heat. But there was this, there was this couple that was sitting in front of us, and they prepared for the heat. And the, the fans came on, and at this restaurant, when the fans came on, it shot a little mist out. The mist is supposed to keep you cool. You get on your body, you hit the air, the air hit it. Now you cool. It was too close to this one black lady's hair. <laughs> she was like, hey, hey, turn it, turn this damn water off. I'm cool with the fan. You can turn this damn water off. Like, this ain't my hair. And like, she was loud with it. Like, this ain't my hair. What's up, Lady Aries? What's up, Teresa? Man, it was, she was, she was mad at the fan. Uh-uh. Come here, come here, come here. You, waiter, waiter. Turn the, turn the damn water off before you mess my hair up. I didn't sign up for this. This hair is supposed to last all weekend. <laughs> that damn, that damn Misty fan got her. But, you know what, Miami was, Miami was dope because Bad Boys is, is one of my favorite movies. All, all of them in their own way. And so, of course, when you go to a city that you know a movie that you really like is based in, you know, you spend a lot of time looking at, hey, do I recognize some of these scenes? And, you know, they took us by on, a, on that Millionaire Road boat cruise thing. They took us over by, and they said one of these homes 
there was a scene shot at Bad Boys. And I was like, oh, that looks familiar. The bridge that we were near, like by the port, that looks familiar. I was like, oh shit, I was at a movie. Just a few years late. But let me tell you what. We leave from South Beach and we on our way to Amber Cove. We got a sea day. Now, I'm having a good time. Now, my, South Beach was hot. South Beach was hot. Now, we out here, and we are, we leave in South Beach, and we go into Amber Cove. Amber Cove, if you don't know, is in the DR. And I'm out here with my, I'm cool, but I cuss like a mother MF for sure. Yo, the people on the boat. Let me tell you, my, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back. My T-shirt lineup for a cruise, listen, if you want, holla at your boy at www.the17printshop.com if you want some shirts that's going to crush it on a cruise. My shirt lineup was crushing it on a cruise. I started off with I'm cool, but I cuss like a motherfucker. I also had that crown and find out shirt on, on that. That thing thinging. Boom, was hitting them next. Fire. So you can just imagine the looks that these shirts getting. You keep that same energy shirt. Except I had a uh, Carolina blue one on, the, on this gray that I got on right now. Like, that one was crushing. The looks and the compliments were crazy. I was almost like, damn, I might have made a mistake because I didn't come here to work, but now I'm working now. Let me go ahead and get some of these orders in. So what you need? Go ahead and get the internet package so that you can go to the website and you can purchase one of these shirts. Because I'm going to be working when I get back. No, check this out. We get to Amber Cove. I've never been to Amber Cove before. We sign up for this excursion that is, I don't even know how to say the name of it, but it was a three, it was a seven hour excursion, three events, so they say. And it was supposed to be intermediate. Now, I don't know. I don't like if you've never been on a excursion from Carnival or Royal Caribbean or whatever, but they give you what to expect from the level of activity. So some of it might be easy, intermediate, uh, expert or advanced. Here's a pro tip for you. I need you to understand this clearly. Whatever that description is, just um, just assume that it's going to be one above that. So if you're only expecting to work out at a level four, like you, if they tell you that it's going to be moderate, expect intermediate. If they tell you it's going to be intermediate, expect advanced, right? And if it's going to be advanced, just assume that you're going to be rock climbing with no harness. Like, <laughs> you doing, you doing some real X Games, Survivor, um, what's the show? 
with uh, fear factor type stuff. That's what you're doing on advance. So you just go ahead and assume that you're going to be one up. And the crew, the uh, excursion that we were on, it said intermediate. All right. I'm not going to claim athlete anymore because I don't, outside of bowling, I don't do a whole lot of athletic stuff. Daddy, so Kelly, what up, mama? And so on this excursion, they have ATV, 40 minute hike, zip line, and a waterfall slide. All right, cool. Cool. The hike part, the hike part, I don't know. I ain't know about. I've been ziplining. ATVs, I'm only driving. Cool. I don't know what a waterfall slide entails. But we going to see, right? We do the ATV first. They put us in this little helmet. The helmet's hot. Boom. I'm driving first. They say, you're going to drive on the way to the shop. And then y'all change drivers and drive back. Now, we was behind the wheel for about 25 minutes. Now, I drive like I do most other things with a decent level of consideration. I'm driving hard, but I'm trying not to make sure I'm not hitting too many bumps and I'm not hitting the water too hard because I don't want, I ain't want too much water to get up in into the uh into the little ATV. I'm I'm taking off pretty aggressive, but not too much where we spinning out. Cool little ride. Alright. Whew. I'm pushing that thing though. We get to the little store, get a little refreshments, get some get some mama wana. Hey, 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 the Dominican Viagra. We change drivers on the way back. Now my wife is behind the wheel. And my wife gets behind the wheel like I'm about to whip this bitch. Fast and furious 10, 11, 10.5 when she get behind the wheel. Look, my little helmet, I'm just going all over the place. I'm holding on. Whoa. Whoa. I'm trying not to make it so obvious so that she don't look over at me, but she don't care. She just driving hard as hell. Right into the water. She splashed water all up over everything. Now, at the shop, she had bought some paintings. While she was driving... I'm, I know she didn't forget she bought them, but I don't think she knew how hard she was going to go into this water because she popped the water all over the place. And my whole leg was underwater when she went out there. And we went, we went, it was like a down and back. So we was going back and forth on the same track, right? So the same water that I drove through, she was going to be driving through. I don't know how we had so much water. Like my feet was stinking by the time we got it. Got out because it has so much water. Play ahead. She almost drowned the art. I don't know if we looked at it again. I hope it's I hope it's all right. But that was the easy part. Cause then we get off the we get off the ATVs, and now it's time to hike. And we start walking. It is hot, and we start going up these stairs. And folks is tired, like they stopping. 
we five minutes in, and some of these white ladies like, woo child, <laughs> woo child, it's hot. And yeah, oh, it was hot. It was hot as hell. The our little tour guys was like, oh, just another one more five minutes. It's another five minutes. Oh bullshit. It wasn't no just a five minutes. We was walking for a long ass time. We were walking for a long time. And when I tell you people were stopping, I thought two of them were about to pass out. Hell no. I had I drank a little bit. I was, I drank a little bit at Bar Moana. Cause I'm like, I'ma need some courage for this zip lining. But what I needed some courage, I had it kicked in my pride for this hike. So now I'm ready to rock and roll. Cause I'm like, all right, well. I'm lit. Now here's the part. We get to the top, right? We get to the top and it's time for the zip line. Look at this zip line and I'm okay until I'm like three people back and now I started to get nervous again like I did in Belize. And in Belize, with it being my first time, I'm like, all right, I don't know if this little harness and this one little rope is gonna hold my big ass. I'm 6'2", 245. I ain't little. I look like a whole linebacker. I'm bigger than everybody who is about to be willing to do it. There was a guy bigger than me. Then when he got up there, he saw about three people go and was like, oh, hell no, I ain't about to do this one. Mm-mm. I will meet y'all at the bottom. And the tour guy was like, hey, are you sure? You're not going to go? Oh, hell no, I ain't going. I'm not getting on that goddamn thing. Y'all can go without me. I'll meet y'all at the bottom. I'm looking around like, that's a bad, this is a bad idea. Like, this damn excursion was $300. <laughs> And you ain't about to zip line? Now, I understand you don't want to do it because your zip line is going to go faster than my zip line. Because he was bigger than me by a lot. He was at least 300. I know my zip line was going to go faster than everybody else. Took my zip line. I got up there. They gave us two harnesses. They told me to put my legs up. I'm cool. They stopped me. I'm hollering and screaming the whole way. All right, cool. One down. All right, stand here. We're going to link you up. Go to this suspension bridge. Now, listen. If you're not familiar with a suspension bridge, a suspension bridge is a bridge. You remember, on, like, on the cartoons... When they had the little wood bridges, they go from one cliff to the next cliff, and you just gotta walk on the little planks that they got that's being held up by a rope. Suspension bridge. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, that's a suspension bridge. So my wife is in front of me and she's walking on the bridge. I'm standing on the bridge and every step she takes, I'm going up. Raven, what's good, bro? I'm going up. Now I'm like, hold on now. I'm walking across this suspension bridge. That's probably about the lamest thing I did this whole trip. Cause I'm walking across it like I'm like I'm like, like, uh oh. Don't rock the bridge. I turn around and I tell this white dude, hey, you might want to wait till I get off this bridge. You start rocking this bridge while I'm on here. I'm gonna whoop your ass when you get to the other pat when you get to this other platform. So let's just go. So let's divide what's good. So I get across to the other side. We got four more zip lines left. Phew, phew. Another suspension bridge. This one is a little bit more flimsy than the last one. I'm like, what? I don't like these suspension bridges, but now if anybody got me on camera walking across this bridge, there's zero street credibility left. Not that that's invaluable to anybody. But I can't walk around telling somebody I'm gonna whoop their ass and I'm walking across this suspension bridge like I'm trying to tiptoe across this motherfucker because I don't want it to move. Yeah, when you step across the, the suspension bridge, it moves under your feet. Hell no. I don't want no bridge to move up under me. I wasn't feeling safe at all. They take a wrong step. Yeah, I'm gonna be hanging there, but somebody gonna have to come save me. I'm too big. I'm way bigger than them people. There was a part of me that felt like I should have been like big dog and been like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk. But I get there, I made it. And now it's time for the waterfall slide. Now in my mind, in my mind, cause I'm not that smart all the time, just most of the time. I'm thinking about, we got a waterfall over here, right? Waterfall over here. And then they got this slide. It's some real weird, colorful slide that I'm gonna be sliding down. Phew, right into the water, right at the bottom of the waterfall. Waterfall on my head as I'm coming down the slide. <laughs> I couldn't have been more wrong. I'm never ever sober on vacation, so that'd be a hard no for me. Not being sober on that vacation made it uh, easy. Yes. I was like, I'm going to do it. Now, with the waterfall, they want you to sit on the rock. You sitting on the waterfall and you just slide down. So just, just imagine sitting at the edge of Niagara Falls but a baby one, and you just slide down. They done, they done got it, it's all smoothed out, so you can just slide down. And the first one, not so big. You go underwater, come back up. All right, good job. That was the first two. We get to the next one, and I can't see the water. There's some people in front of me, but when they go off, it's a few seconds before they hit the water. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? So when this lady slid down, I counted. 
It was three seconds before she hit the water. Now, either she got stuck or that was a long-ass drop. I had to go look. Oh, it don't look too bad. So it's my turn. I'm looking at the water like, all right. Now, here, this is my problem. I have, I can swim. I can swim. I hadn't quite figured out this going into the water without holding my nose day. <laughs> so now, I got me walking across this suspension bridge on my ledger, real soft like. And now I gotta get to these, I gotta get to these things where I'm crossing my arms and holding my nose at the same time because water is definitely gonna go up my shit. I go down this day. <laughs> I'm under the water and I ain't think, I'm not thinking about it. I'm coming up like, damn, I done went down far. I swim back up to the top. Now we got life jackets on, we got helmets on. I swim back up to the top. There's a lady. <laughs> There's a lady that was like, oh, damn. I didn't think you were going to come back up. You were down there for a long time. You didn't think I was about to come back up. And you motherfucking, you stood, you stood up there this whole time. Like, how long was it going to be before you tried to save me? <laughs> How long was it going to take for you to try to save me? Because all y'all was standing up there like, yo, he down there for a minute. Yeah, I went down far. I'm bigger than y'all. Next thing you know, this dude with these dreads was behind me. He was like four people behind me. He go down. He like, boom, boom, boom. he pinballed down. His dreads swinging all over the place. He go down and his feet in the air. I like, bro. Yeah, he almost died. I would have saved him. Yeah, it was counting the seconds that I was up under the water. I must have went. I must have went in like those Olympic divers. Cause I went down, and like they said it, they said it like three or four times. And after the third time, I was kind of upset because I'm like, yeah, but all y'all stayed on the rocks. Like nobody came back to get me if something was wrong. Y'all was just trusting God. Were y'all still praying? Were y'all trying to figure out how to get y'all phones out y'all pocket to start recording just in case I wasn't coming back up? Y'all suck. Damn it. Like, that made me so mad. Like, I'm talking about, hey, <laughs> what the hell? And so... Yeah, it was, it was real deceptive. It was real deceptive, yeah. Take me to the king. Little punk-ass people. And so the last one we go down, kaboom. It was another big one. I was ready for that one. I was like, yeah, I ain't gonna let you. I can't count on y'all. I can already tell. I cannot count on y'all to come save me if anything was to happen. Came, came right back up. Y'all just be up here talking like, Oh, he was funny this whole time. He seemed like he was nice. <laughs> but he didn't make it. He, he didn't make it. I didn't think he was coming back up. But he got to, he stayed down there. That kind of pissed me off. 
But yo, that was so, like, I was so tired. I was so tired after that. But I w- it was one of those excursions that I was glad that I did after the fact. Like, oh, it was a hell of a workout. But I was glad that I did it afterwards. Man, listen, after that, we had our chef's table. And so if you've ever been on a carnival cruise, and I don't know if they do it on other cruise, cruises, <laughs> they have this thing called a chef's table. The chef's table is like this behind the scenes exclusive, excuse me, dinner that um, that you can pay for. It's, it's pretty expensive, but it has been well worth it every time. We still gonna get our shirts though. Yeah, hey, listen. If they was gonna get some, they would have been shit out of luck. You gotta come save me to get these shirts. But the chef's table for anybody, I've I've talked about it before on the show, where they take you to the back. You kind of go get this behind the scenes of how everything looks and how how the food is prepared. They have a station, but this time they did a little different. And we only went to one station. They gave us a couple. They gave us this this little popcorn shrimp thing that was on this like little breaded sheet and it was delicious. Oh, took that on down. And then we went to this private dining area in which it was almost like that movie, The Menu, in which, you know, in that movie, if you've ever seen it, they bring out all these exquisite dishes and describe them to you, tell you about the history of it, tell you kind of how it was made and what wines will be good with it. And then they tell you, go ahead and eat. And in that movie, bad stuff was happening when they started eating or whatever, because all these people had stuff in their history that, that they were being punished for, for whatever reason, right? And like some of the stuff that was on this menu, like garlic rubs, spot shrimp and herb crusted lamb and beef short rib and then they had uh, they had they did this magic show right they had this uh, magician camp come in his name is Minaj not yeah not like that but yeah he comes in and he's doing his magic tricks getting his magic off and I knew like most of the time like the other two times they had a magician come in and here's the part about when the magicians come in I know that it's disrespectful magic because they are it's a I'm the smartest person in the room because I'm the only one that knows how this works and I'm gonna get this magic off in front of your face and you ain't gonna know how I did it that's the part that's disrespectful I'm gonna get it off right in front of your face and Naya was one of the people that they used for these magic tricks. He did two tricks. He got three, actually three tricks off of Naya. And I was I was feeling some kind of way, but like the first trip, he had Naya stand up. He had this white lady stand up. And he took a $20 bill and brushed the little white lady on the nose. Didn't touch Naya. They both closed their eyes. Brush that 20 on old girl's nose. Hey, you open your eyes. What did you feel? Nate was like, somebody touched my nose. Now, ain't nobody touch you. No, somebody touched me. 
And nobody touched Joash. The sorcery. And so he was like, hold on, let me do it again. And so he turns around and he touches nail on her forearm. We both closed their eyes again. He touched nail on the forearm. And the white girl was like, hey, so where'd you get touched? Yeah, somebody touched me on my forearm. Hey, we might throw this dude off the boat if he out here doing this kind of witchcraft. Because this, this makes no sense. If you out here touching one and somebody else is killing it, mm-mm. Nope, you're not, you're not gonna get this off in front of me. Then he takes the Sharpie, writes on Naya's palm, puts the X on Naya's palm, told the white girl to close her fist. So the white girl got a fist, Naya got an X on her palm. The white dude goes and peels this, like he's peeling the X off of Naya's uh, hair, throws it, act like he's throwing it at the white girl's fist. White girl opened her hand. She got an X on her hand. He ain't right on her hand at all. This what this what we doing? So you just gonna get this disrespectful magic off right in front of our faces? Yeah, I. Right. He stole their phone. He gave it back. She didn't even notice it was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you're not gonna do is get magic off right in front of my face. I, I'll threaten you. I will threaten you. But after the magic, my man, the uh, the chef, he pulls out this. He pulls out this little gun thing, right? It was a. It made bubbles that had smoke in it. The bubble smoke gun was so cool that. Naya wanted to get one. They they were looking it up on Amazon to see how much it cost. The bubble smoke gun. I think they might use it at uh some bartenders use it. But yeah, you it makes a bubble that got smoke in it. It's filled with smoke. And so when it pops, it's real smoky. Real spooky. Uh, Riley, what up? Raleigh, what's good? But yeah, it was real cool. It was real cool. Smoke bubble. But I was when we got done. Ooh, I was so full. Oh, I was full in a different kind of way, yo. But what I will tell you is that those chef tables don't miss. We even met a couple that lives about four exits from where we live. We all out in the middle of the ocean meeting people that live about four or five exits from where we stay. That was pretty cool. Shout out to Mike and Jen. That was dope. But after Amber Cole, we were on our way to San Juan. And San Juan, we've been before. We spent a couple days in San Juan. It's a really beautiful city. And so we get to the beach. Now, here's one of my low-level highlights that happened at this beach. Unfortunately, part, it was super hot, which is fine, but it was windy. It was real windy. So we can get ready to go ahead and get in, our, get in the water, right? We got our chair and our umbrella set up. I'm about to get in the water. And my low-level highlight, y'all don't don't mind me, because I got problems. Pull my shirt off. And my wife, my wife is looking at my Johnson. <laughs> She's like, hey, can you do something with that with your penis? Can you do something with your penis? 
I'm like, baby, what you want me to do with it? <laughs> She's like, well, you got to move it. It's in, it's, it's out here. Now for me, I take all the compliments I can get. That was a compliment for me. I was like, well, my wife out here saying that thing, thing. Is that what you're saying, baby? I ain't moving nothing. This dick is dicking right now. I'm out here. Da -da -da. <laughs> Y'all see it. Many streets. That thing is thanging out here. Hey, you know, when you've been married for over eight years, you don't get a whole lot of compliments on your meat. And those doses go down. You a big daddy year one. You just regular dude. What's up, Tad? You regular dude year eight. Until you go to the beach and that thing was thangin'. As a matter of fact, I had the that thing thangin' shirt on out there. Watch out now. <laughs> but yeah, it was windy as hell. It was so windy that it was blowing sand up off the ground. And if you turn to the right, it was sand all up in your glasses, sun all, sand all up in your eyes. I think they had tried to get me back for that thing, thing though, earlier. And so we had been in the water. The water was perfect. Like it was like 82 degrees. Real, real good. It was just real wavy. Had a good time out in the water. I was like, let me come back and dry off a little bit. I had some, I had the Wi-Fi, so I was working on some, I was working on some clips. Naya wants to go back into the water, so she's back in the water. I was, I had spent way more time out there than she did. Next thing you know, this dude walks back out there. Now, this dude was in the water earlier when I was out there. I ain't paying no attention to it at first. I'm like, all right, boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, him and my wife are talking. Whatever. I'm doing my thing. When I look up, they still talking. Oh. Now, now I'm, I'm interested in the conversation. I can't hear them because they're far away. They're probably about 100 feet away. They, they're probably about 50 feet into the water, but I'm, I'm like, the hell they talking about? He pointing way over here and over there, and they not, they still about 10 feet from each other, but the conversation is long at this point. Like, it's a 10-minute conversation. I'm dry, but I'm, in my mind, I'm considering. They, they talking so long that I'm about to get wet again. Just so I could be like, <laughs> find somebody else to talk to, bro. Who you, who you here with? What you doing? He was having this long ass conversation with my wife. I'm about to, I'm about to come back out here and get wet. About five minutes after that, he makes his way out the water. Like I said, I, I didn't get back in, but I'm still, I'm looking. I'm upside his head. Like what? What's going on? A few minutes after that, she gets out. I'm like, damn. Y'all was talking a long time. What's that talking about? He said he had to get out because he felt like his girl was looking at him. Well, I was looking at y'all too. But the, he felt it. If he felt it, and she was sitting 50 feet behind where we were, 
<laughs> he knew he was past bogus. He was like, I've been talking to this lady for a long time. When a dude, and most dudes be oblivious to shit like that. When a dude realize, like, I've been talking for a long time, and oh shit, my girl is looking at me. Hey, you can go back there and tell him whatever you want to when he get back. Oh, I was just telling her about the, I was just telling her about Puerto Rico. Ain't nobody paying you to do that. You ain't no twerk eye. Man. And I told her, I was like, you about to get this man in trouble with all your talking. So you can you can go back there and tell him you were saying whatever. I know how that works. Look, old school player like me. I was dope where I could remember a phone number. You just tell me a phone number out there, I'll remember it. And I'll call you later. You give me an email address, I'll remember it. Hey. <laughs> so when I when I when I'm like, yo, I'm not impressed that he out here giving out Puerto Rican history. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she ain't she ain't, the lady back there ain't impressed neither. Don't nobody care about that. All we know is what it looked like. Y'all was talking for a long time. And like I said, he he felt it. He felt the guilt. <clears throat> so he had to leave your ass out there. I was like, all right, baby. You out here, you out here in this water galloping. Out here in this water gallivanting with this person trying to give you a, a tour. No, yo, you done already forgot that that thing was thanging out here on this beach. <laughs> if you saw it, maybe I need to do a lap. Since we out here, let me tell everybody about how dope the 710 print shop is and how dope the Strategically Reckless Podcast is and I can give you a tour of Atlanta. She out here getting people in, she out here getting people in trouble. Having him go back, having to explain about what he was talking about. Just stop that madness. But we leave San Juan. We leave San Juan and we heading over to St. Martin. St. Martin we've been before, had a good time there. Now, when we get to St. Martin, St. Martin was hotter than the other two places. Like, they kept turning the heat up. San Juan was so hot. You, you start sweating as soon as you get off the boat. Like, you, you walk off the boat and it's, your back is misty. You instant, instant moist. And so we tried, we go, we was like, all right, we went to the beach the day before we did a excursion at the first place that was, excuse me, that was super expensive. We just going to do our own thing as far as finding the tour since we've been here already. It was only two of us. And so the lady that we was, uh, the lady that we started talking to, her husband does tours. And so everybody else is out here in, in buses and 
and and whatnot doing tours and ATVs doing tours. We are in a Nissan Rogue. <laughs> we did a tour around St. Martin in a Nissan Rogue. I ain't mad at it. We had our own little, own personal driver. His name was Clarence. Clarence ain't had no teeth in the front. But he was cool though. He knew a lot about the I just assumed that he knew a lot. We just gonna we just gonna assume everything he told us was true about the country. Now, the funny thing about St. Martin, St. Martin is split. Where they have a Dutch side and they have a French side. The Dutch side, most of them ain't too fond of the French side and vice versa. But it's different from like North Korea and South Korea, I believe. Like, it's a whole process to get over into the over into North Korea if you're in South Korea. But I also feel like ain't nobody trying to go there. The Dutch and the French, they just drive around because the island's so small. They just they just go back and forth, not a problem. But this one dude phone, I heard a story that the dude phone cut off when he went to the French side. They had St. Martin, they had cricket. But Clarence, he was telling these, these stories and he was like, yeah, you know, the hurricanes come through and they mash up. They mash up these buildings and on the French side, they don't they don't build them back up. And they get mashed when, when the hurricanes come through and they, they mash up all it. Like his favorite, word was mashup. He wanted to say mashup so many times. I, I would bet that it was at least 50. And some of the stuff that wasn't built back already, he was like, yeah, it was mashup and they did not build it on the Dutch side. He was real biased to the Dutch. He was super biased to the Dutch, but he was telling us about politicians on the strip clubs in uh, St. Martin. I'm like, ooh. That's a hell of a way to get votes. Like, just think, just, just, let's just, let's just play with this for a minute. What if Cory Booker owns some strip clubs? And let's just say Florida, Georgia, and some of them heavily populated areas. That would feel weird because I know, I know that if I own some strip clubs and I needed some votes, the ladies gonna make it happen for me. They're gonna make it happen. Diamond and Moet and Thunder Thighs and you know whatever all all the names. Trixie, they gonna get me some votes. Booty will get you some votes. <laughs> Shake that booty, booty, booty. Shake that booty, booty, booty. Man, listen. So he was taking us all around. Taking us all around the uh, city and whatnot. And he took us to Orient Beach. Orient Beach, if, you never, if you're not familiar, Orient Beach is a new beach on the French side of St. Martin. Orient Beach has a sign that says, Welcome to Orient Beach. 
Nude Beach. Family oriented across the bottom. You got a family oriented nude beach? Is this what we doing? <laughs> it's on the sign that it's a family oriented nude beach. What? A, what? Mm -mm. I can't see myself. And, and he was talking about. So Clarence tells us the story about this dude, this Mandingo dude that would go to the beach all oiled up with a big old long dingling and just take pictures and let the girl, let the white girls touch on them and do different things to them. And that's all he did was just post up butt naked with his big dingling out. This is Clarence's story. We didn't, we didn't stop at the new beach. We just kept going, but I saw the sign and Clarence told this story. And Clarence, as married as he is with his five kids, was way too excited to tell this story about, about this Mandingo warrior with his super spear. <laughs> chill, chill, Clarence. And I'm looking upside in their head like, you better not get too excited. Like, hey, so can we stop? Hey, and keep going. Keep going. She don't need to look at that. My thing was thinking over in San Juan. <laughs> don't even worry about it. We good. My thing was thinking in San Juan. We don't need to go see. We don't need to go see Turbo. We don't need to go see that. And so as we're as we're on our way back on the radio. <laughs> On the radio, they were talking about, all right, now these are two perfectly English-speaking people. And it's like, yeah, so it's a tropical storm coming, and it's coming towards St. Martin. And, you know, the way it's looking, it's a real, it's, it, it, it's a tropical storm with the potential to turn into a hurricane, but it's headed right our way. So we need everybody to go ahead and make sure that they hunker down or whatever. And I'm... I'm looking like, hey, hey, Clarence, is that real? Like, are they talking about, like, right now? He was like, yeah, man. It's, 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 if it gets too bad, it's going to mash up the country again. This one's a little late. Normally, the, the hurricanes are already finished by now. I'm looking at there like, oh, shit. <laughs> We done done a lot of traveling around this time and never have we had to deal with bad weather. Listen, when I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you when we got back on the boat that evening, the boat was I'm like, wait. Baby, does it feel like we going fast? Like we going really, really fast. She was like, yeah, I feel like we're going a little faster than normal. So I go out, I go out on our balcony. I look out, I look out over the, I look out over the edge and we are flying. Like we are flying. Like the captain was like, I'm going to beat this storm. I'm going to beat this storm. I'm going to beat the shit out of this storm. Hold on. Hold my beer. Now, if you've ever been on the cruise at night, we typically go faster than that during the day. And I would just assume that, you know, 
it would be it would suck for it to be windy during the day when everybody's out on the boat and out on the decks doing whatever they doing. But at night, that night, fam was getting after it. Like fam was, he was floating that thing. Now the way I knew, so at night usually the if you've ever seen waves or whatever, when the water comes back, there's usually like this white, this white film that comes over the water when the waves hit. Well, normally at night, it's about five or six feet from the boat, maybe about eight if we're going really fast. You know, that, that night, it was about 20 feet uh, of the white. I don't know how to describe it. The white fizz from the boat from the from the boat cutting through the water. Like I'm talking about it was hell. Like we was getting it. Didn't run into any bad weather. Like it was like four seconds of rain. But when I tell you fam was I had never been that fast on the boat. I ain't never been that fast on the I say I ain't never been that fast on a cruise ship. Like fam was <laughs> Man, we're driving the shit out that boat. But I will tell you, the highlight, the highlight of the whole cruise, that blade and drink package shirt that I had on, I wore that on that sea day, on the sea day after we left St. Martin. That blade and the drink package shirt was crushing. It was crushing in a way that I wore it and I went to go get something to drink right quick. And then I had probably about six out of the first 10 people that saw it say something about it. From, oh, well, I thought I was I thought something was wrong with me. Oh, I like that shirt. Oh, that, that shirt is crazy. Did you get it on the boat? Nah, man, I made this one. You can order you can order one. And I was in the liquor store on the boat. And this lady was like, I don't like your shirt. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it because it made me feel like something was wrong with me. This ain't say a whole lot more about you than the shirt. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But I'm glad that it affected you in that way that you wanted to say that out loud. Now, all of you guys, take a look at this shirt that's making her feel like she don't like it. I know all y'all like it. Look at the smiles on your face and look at the smiles on y'all face. You're welcome. Now, after you order one, like this, this is kind of, my wife was like, she said that for real? I'm glad I went there because I would have been like, bitch. Ain't nobody asked you. And I was like, as the creator of the shirt, I knew what it was going to do. You see this damn shirt? And yeah, if I'm messing up, if I'm sloppy or falling all over the place because I got the drink package and I'm trying to get my money's worth, then yeah, blame the drink package. But if you walking around with a cup in your hand and you looking and it's looking a little blurry to you, that's a you problem. 
This is you problem. The drink, the drink package is the reason why you got an eight year old that you don't know who the daddy is. Blue, pow, got your ass. I be trying to be good. I be trying to be good. But that shirt was a hit. And then karaoke. That karaoke was a hit. Them folks was like, yo, man, you can't sing worth a damn, but your energy was lit, man. I had a real good time watching you do karaoke. Man, the way you got up there, like I had people coming up. You the showstopper, man. You man, you you should do karaoke all the time. So y'all want karaoke for somebody that can't sing worth a damn? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I bet. Bet. But then, so last shirt of the cruise that we wore, we had some matching shirts. My shirt said, I don't do matching shirts. Her shirt said, but I do, with a smiley face under it. Here's the problem with that shirt. Her shirt by itself means nothing. And my shirt by itself is highly insulting when you're on a cruise with a bunch of people that had <laughs> that had uh, matching shirts on. Like, we, it was a family, it was a bunch of families on there that had matching shirts. And they was wearing matching shirts all the time. And she walked away one time, and I'm sitting there with my shirt on, and it's like, I don't do matching shirts, dot, dot, dot. And people with shirts on that I know that I've seen over there, and another person with that shirt on over there are looking at me like, hmm, your ass don't do matching shirts, huh? Well, I don't give a damn. I do. And I like it. Like, they looking at me, they judging the shit out of me. And I'm like, no, fam, this is a matching shirt. She over there sewing my matching shirt. I just don't know where she is. But when everybody... The husbands that saw it, they was like, it was more husbands that walked up to me and was like, oh man, I like that shirt. I don't do matching shirts either, brother. And I was like, yeah, I lost this one. Oh, I understand that. Oh yeah, I understand that, brother. <laughs> you can't win them all. You gotta choose your battles. I was like, all these beat down men out here giving me advice on, like, yeah, you did a good job wearing that shirt. Yeah, all right. All y'all, all y'all beat down asses. All y'all happy, happy wife, happy life ass dudes out here getting then got y'all asses kicked. I understand. I 100% understand. But look, man, I'm still in recovery mode. That cruise whooped my ass, but I had a really, really good time. I got to say, I look. I got a chance to see Bob with the leggings again and Marla. They were dope. It was good to catch up. It's been like seven years since we seen them. And then we get back and pick up like it was like it was like we had been hanging with each other this whole time. So it was dope. Shout out to the new people that we met. Shout out to the people that's ordering shirts. You know what? If you need, I'm about to make a cruise shirt package. And so you can just get the whole, but every day you're going to be out there. 
if you're looking to you're looking to have some conversation, you can get these shirts. I got you. That's how we gonna do it. We gonna crush this game. Look, I'm out here having great ideas at the end of this show. And so listen, until next, if you got some ideas and you about to travel and you need some shirts, hit me up. I'm gonna put in this own collection. Hit me up, www.the17printshop.com. That's www.the710printshop.com. And until next time, good people, y'all be safe out in these streets. I'm out.